So more often than not, ghosts seem to show up uh, with some sort of purpose. Either they feel like they have unfinished business. Uh, we have had a few instances where we have had people that have worked uh, at places and seem to enjoy their job so much that they decided to continue working. But very often, these ghosts, these specters, they, they have a purpose. They, they, they're there for some reason. Maybe it's to provide comfort to someone. Maybe it's to warn someone of something. We've, we've heard of that happening a lot. Um, tonight's story is one of these stories where a ghost apparently showed up to, to help someone. Uh, and in this case, it, uh, it was a little baby. So uh, this, this story takes place back in November of 1969. Uh, so there was a nurse, her name was Pauline Gittens, and she was on duty with two colleagues in the maternity wing of a hospital in Corley, England. Now, everything seemed like just a normal, routine shift. The babies in the nursery were all well, as were the mothers in the two wards. Uh, no births were imminent, and the labor rooms were empty. At about 2 a.m., the nurses finished a tour of inspection, and they gathered back in the kitchen to make some tea, because apparently that's what British people do. Now, here's where things begin to get weird. Uh, Gittin goes on to say, and this, this came from a story where she recounted everything in Ghosts of Britain, a book by Peter Moss. But she goes on to say that as the three nurses relaxed and were drinking they t their tea, they began to hear the characteristic screech of one of the ward doors opening. Shortly after that, they began to hear footsteps moving quickly along the corridor past the kitchen door. Now, the sound of these footsteps, it was flip-flopping sounds. Uh, you know, kind of like that of the feet or of feet in backless slippers. We've all heard that. All three nurses thought that it must be a patient going to the bathroom, but none of them heard the bathroom door opening, which was another equally distinctive noise. They would have been able to hear that. So Gittins, uh, she was curious. She decided to investigate. She found that there was no one in the corridor, no one in the bathroom. So next, she checked the two main wards and saw that all the occupants were fast asleep. Finally, she decided she'd take a quick peek into the labor ward and found them, as expected, empty. Now, of course, as you can imagine, she was puzzled by this. Uh, she was passing the nursery trying to make sense of all this on her way back to the kitchen when she heard a sound that, uh, well, it was a little unsettling because it sounded like choking. She dashed into the nursery and found a two-day-old baby choking on its own vomit. It had already turned blue from lack of oxygen and was near death. Now, of course, she worked swiftly. She managed to clear the infant's air passage. Uh, and when she was satisfied that it was breathing freely again and was completely out of danger, she rejoined her colleagues and described what had happened. Now, when Gittins had finished her story, one of the other nurses asked who had been walking along the corridor. Only then did the full realization hit Gittins. Whatever the source of the footsteps, she believed, it could not have been a human one. And it also struck her that if the incident had not occurred, 
she would not have gone out to investigate, and the baby, unfortunately, would have almost certainly died. So, if what all three nurses heard on that November night was truly, and it may well not have been, a supernatural message, whose message was it? Was it possible that the baby's mother had sensed, though she was fast asleep, uh, but she sensed that her child was in mortal danger and had somehow projected her presence into the corridor in, in order to summon help? But if so, why did she appear in a form that could so easily have been ignored or mistaken? You know, these questions recur constantly, even for those who believe in the existence of ghosts. For whatever reason, the behavior of these phantom beings, as we've talked about before, it's, sometimes it's just difficult to comprehend. So this was episode three, or, or the third mini-episode, I guess I should say. I hope everyone has a good day or night whenever you're listening to this, and we'll see you again soon.